Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 29 and the second episode of the Impossible Machine story arc. I know I say it a lot, but thank you guys, all of you, for listening to the podcast and letting us know what you think. We started podcasting because we wanted to make sure something held us to the game. We all live busy lives in different parts of the world, and coming together to play the game was important to us. You guys listening to the show and enjoying it makes it all the sweeter for us, and makes us want to put together the best show we can. Hopefully you guys are digging it, and if you are, please let other people know. We don't advertise anywhere, all we have is you guys to spread the word. So far, you guys have been great, but we'd love to keep growing as a community. Don't forget to rate and review on iTunes if you haven't already. You guys are amazing, and we love hearing from you, so keep it coming. Let's get started. Previously on Adventure Incorporated. They discovered that there is a pathway of some sort of magical conduit leading energy back to a place in Perrin. He says, you know, I went to Kian to try and figure out what that machine was. We followed the magical signature from there to here. There's a cave in the mountains not far from here. It seems to be some sort of culmination of magic. There's a lot of magical lines all heading to this point. I don't know what's going on in there otherwise, except to say that the magic flowed from the cave to Kian. Weird. But you know where so, that... So you know where the obviously the location of the cave is. Can you us there? Yep, it is my duty to show you just where that cave oh, is. Oh, stop looking so disappointed. Who's that heavy? Here it comes. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventures facing grave dangers. Keth, the half-orc fighter. My first attack was a five. That's a miss. <laughs> That was with advantage? Uh, yes. I'm sorry, it was a six, because I rolled a two. It's okay, Kath. <laughs> Go, Kath. Yeah, my limp. I'm not swing. used to swinging Wait, with Gauntlet. You... Genevera, the dragonborn sorcerer. Genevera puffs. Like... <sighs> right, I knew what you meant. Geppetto, <laughs> <laughs> the gnome rogue. Like your lip is quivering and your eyes are watering, and then you just barf all over Clyde. Chibetta <laughs> <laughs> wipes his mouth and says, It's good! <laughs> <laughs> Gillick, the dwarf paladin. Gillick waves um, and says, Goodbye, Todd! <laughs> I like that guy. Asher. The half-elf druid. Hey, they were, they were oh, throwing went some there. mad dark elf uh, shade the other day, so step <laughs> off. Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. Um, you guys enter a cave, and uh, the cave, not a cave, not just like any fucking cave. <laughs> is this the right cave? <laughs> I don't know, it's a cave, fuck it. Um... <laughs> So yeah, you enter the cave, and it's actually quite small. 
Um, <clears throat> I say that out loud. It doesn't... You say... Wow, this cave is so small. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, the five of you what? just sort of barely fit inside of it. Although you do notice along the back uh, of the wall, there is a small... Secret. Looks like gear work machine. Jabeto mm. pulls out his crowbar. Please, it's probably the same size as you, Jabeto. Please describe its uh, slamminess. No slamming. It's actually just sort of. It almost looks like a little terminal. Zero slamitude. Um, and there are like 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 wires running into the ground um, at its base, but it, it it just seems to be like this small box. And like, so the cave is just this small area. Like it's like this tiny little enclave and then this box. Correct. Wow. Um, can I cast uh, detect magic? Sure. Cool. I cast detect magic. Um, you cast detect magic. Each of you, uh, sort of glow with the magical items that you carry. Mm -hmm. And you see sort of these glowing lines running underneath the ground. They run, like as you, since you're sort of at the entrance of the cave, you can look back and see that there are just dozens of them pointing out across the countryside. Like oh, wow. just, just spreading like fingers out from this cave. Why don't so we break ten. this? And then as it comes into the cave, you see that it goes like right under sort of the machine and continue in deeper. So Whoa, it goes like, like straight down from the, where the machine is, or does it travel like down into the cave? Like it, it it's under the ground in the cave and continues past where the machine okay, is. Okay, so it looks like cable. Like I can see glowy cables kind of. Almost, yeah. Right. Should it, uh, I, I turn to Gillick and I say, uh, should we have you hit that with your hammer? Uh, I mean, yeah, break first, ask questions later, I guess, but maybe we should figure out what it is. Like, do you want to go into the cave and see what the source of the magic is? I thought, I thought we were in the cave. Weren't we in the cave? Yeah, yeah, no, in the cave. It looks like these glowy cables underneath the ground just keep going through the stone. Oh, weird. Uh, yeah, that's what I was like. Uh, oh, okay, sorry. Break I thought it, there was... see what happens. Wait, um, are Gibetto, you while this... we're talking, Gibetto just sticks the crowbar in the gears. Okay, so the gears aren't really, like, moving or anything. It's just sort of like this terminal that has, like, a bunch of gear work stuff to it. That's fine. It's got a little panel on top, too. Gibetto just sticks the crowbar in the gears. Okay. This worked last time. <laughs> um, Gillick, did you tell us that the... The, it looks like the cable's like going behind. Yeah, yeah, I relay all that information. Um, uh, I go knock on the wall. Does it sound hollow? It sounds like stone. So it doesn't sound like there's an. It's like a false wall. Right. It sounds as hollow as stone. I just kind of keep knocking to see if there's any. I, I'm searching the wall for any sort of uh, hidden button or um, like if it, there's any sort of hollowness because I'm looking for an illusion or if there's some sort of thing I'm missing. If it keeps going, there's something behind it. You do not see anything that would tip you off in that Are way. Are there any so. buttons on the terminal? Yeah, the, the pan there's a panel on top of the terminal that seems to have like a series of buttons. Uh, they're labeled in Goblin. Uh, I don't speak Goblin. And I don't have we comprehend that. any language. <laughs> <laughs> if only one of you could read every language ever written. Hey, Gebetto. Yeah? You like pushing some buttons? 
Sure. <laughs> I press away. all the buttons. <laughs> okay. Are you leaving the crowbar in? Uh, Gillick removes the crowbar before I like I want to make it so that my tiny little hands press all of the buttons at the same time. Okay, so you sort of like lean your belly onto some of them and like push all of like you're just trying to push all the buttons at once. Yeah. Uh, you kind of needed to get a boost from Gillick to get up high enough to do it, uh, but that's fine. Cute. Success. Cute. You press all of the buttons. The machine and works. The, the gears start to like spin, um, and the the ground that you're on begins to rumble, uh, uh, and then. It, it raises and lowers and ra- it sort of like can't decide what it wants to do. It goes up, d- down, d- up, up, down, uh, down, down. And then it Left, so right. slowly descends. It slowly descends downward uh, and the cave around you sort of the walls stay where they are as your the platform you're standing on lowers. Um, as this is happening, as the machine starts freaking out, Genevera kind of wakes up from the trance that she was in watching Clyde go away and starts actually paying attention to what's happening inside the cage because she definitely hasn't been yet. Great. The Clyde trance. Mm-hmm. The cl- um, classic Clyde so- trance. Classic Clyde trance. <laughs> she hates to see him go but loves to watch him leave. Mm. <laughs> hey, baby, what's up? <laughs> that booty, though. Um, as it, it lowers itself down into the, the cave, it sort of clicks into position with the cave in front of you, um, as an opening into like a further tunnel. The first thing you notice about this tunnel is that all along the walls and the ceilings are nothing but like rows of pipes, gears, boxes of metal that it looks like the entire hallway is part of a long, intricate machine. Whoa. Cool. Steampunk vacation. Sure. Sounds like a great band name. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible band name. What a great <laughs> concept album. <laughs> <laughs> By the Slammy Hammers. <laughs> okay. Um, you guys heading through? Betcha. Yeah, let's head down the hall. What's our matching order? Is it two by two or heads of blue? Yeah, it looks like you could get two by two. two What's by our going to go first? Uh, okay. Uh, go Gillick, Gillick will go first, or Gillick and Cap. <laughs> All right. Yeah, go... thinks it's probably best to have the sneakiest, most perceptive go first. Yeah, I'll... probably. Probably <laughs> Gillick, like him starting. Oh yeah, that's right. I can. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then Keth, uh, Gillick. And then me and Jen in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Still thinking about Clyde. Always thinking about okay. Clyde. Um, so you guys travel down into this hallway and, and you immediately notice that it just keeps going. This uh, The machine walls <clears throat> just seem to travel uh, for like... 30 feet down in and then it splits to both sides but at the end it just is another wall of machine um it's hard to tell if these are d- 
different machines or parts of the same machine, but it all definitely seems to blend together. Um, the other thing you notice is that scampering around down at the end of the hallway and uh, are goblins. Oh. How is the how is the hall lit? Um, the machine is emitting glows from various parts of it. Um, so it's got like some some red or yellow or green lights that are on various parts of the machine, and then they they blink in and out. But there always seems to be enough going on that you can sort of see a, a, in this dim lighting of the machine itself that's processing all of this whatever. Um, so my detect magic lasts for up to ten minutes. Um, can mm-hmm. I still see anything? Like, is that time been allotted yet, or are we? No, no, you can still see. Okay. Um, these magical cables below the earth are still below you. Okay. And they still travel down straight toward whatever is ahead of you. So this, this room that you're in, or this, this hallway that you're in goes straight and then it splits off in two directions, Mm -hmm. but the cables keep going straight. They seem to, at some point kind of far away, um, this, I mean, the spell is, it's nebulous in whether or not it would work this way, but because you can see the magic um, down below, you notice that it does converge at some point uh, farther down. Okay, all right. Um, these goblins are not, like, giving us a time of day. They're just kind of working away, and we're just walking by them? They're focused on their machine, yep. Okay, just keep walking um, by them, then. Gibetto... Yep turns to the rest of the group and says, hey, do you guys think we need a little bit of cover through here, maybe? Uh, and he mean? pulls out the the bottle of smoke that he's got that lets you, like, when I pull the stopper off, basically smoke pours out uncontrollably from the bottle. Um, I think maybe if we need to escape, but I think we're fine for now. These goblins aren't giving us a time of day. Yeah, They didn't last time either. We just walked by them. Right. Okay. No reason to murder them. Agree. Right, Kath? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. As Kath drives away in his motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I'm sorry, guys. Oh. All of my windows are closed. <laughs> I know. Pawtucket, man. Pawtucket. Pawtucket, nice. man. Pawtucket, <laughs> man. On a steel horse, I ride. <laughs> no. um, yeah, let's like keep walking by the the goblins uh you said it was t- it left and right so you guys yep let's head left you guys the, yeah the the cables keep going straight right there's no specific direction that they're leading correct okay yeah left left okay so you guys uh head to the left um and it, the the path travels down a little way, and it sort of opens up into uh, an area. There's also a path that cuts to the right. The in the area down the way, you notice that there are a couple of lizard folk facing against the wall, like working on something in this room. Huh. Hey, what about now? Okay. Um... Yeah, that might be good. As soon as Gillick agrees, I uncork the smoke. Okay, you whisper your keyword to the to the cork as you unpull as you pull it Light and smoke. Up. Can... <laughs> <laughs> That's your command phrase. Yes. Great, um, very ironic. <laughs> and smoke begins pouring out of the um, out of the the bottle, 
And it is just a few moments before you guys are completely shrouded in this thick black smoke. Um, that does make it difficult to see out of. Um, <laughs> do you remember if it if, does it blind targets inside the? I don't know. Smoke. You never told me. You just told me that it is a bottle that makes smoke. Um, I... So in my mind, it was just like creating a club. You know, there's glowing lights on the walls and. Ever smoking a bottle. fog machine. Well, smoke smoke may have its own rules, um, which is the clouds area is heavily obscured. Each minute the bottle remains open within the cloud, the radius increases by ten feet until it reaches a maximum of hundred and twenty feet. The cloud persists as long as the bottle is open. Closing requires so, da, da, da. once the bottle is closed, da da. da Heavily obscured is the key we're looking for. 183. Heavily obscured. A heavily obscured area such as darkness, opaque fog, or dense foliage blocks vision entirely. A creature effectively suffers from the blinded condition when trying to see something in that area. The presence or absence of light in an environment creates three categories of illumination, bright limb, a bright light, dim light, and darkness. Who can do the best goblin voice? I, I say to the group. Probably Gebetto. Gebetto. Uh, make a goblin voice and be like, "Oh no, everything's on fire!" Or something. No, but he like... doesn't. But he doesn't speak goblish. Oh, true. Yeah. So, so Gebetto, he would only be able to make noises. Gebetto goes, "Okay," and then he casts mad, minor illusion uh, to make yeah. it sound like goblin screaming from down the hall. <clears throat> okay. Um, you make a sound of goblin screaming. Yeah. And you hear uh, Genevera back in, in Draconic, you hear like, oh god, what's happened now? And you guys hear the sound of uh, footsteps running your way. As soon as I hear which... those, I dive onto the ground with my hands and legs outstretched. Oh, I was going to do the same thing! <laughs> <laughs> like as in an attempt to trip them? Yeah, yeah. human tripwire. I do the same okay. in a no different direction. Fire. I do the same in a different direction. Okay. Um, great. So the first one comes running in. Okay. Um, it sort of steps right on your back, Gibetto. <laughs> <laughs> and you... <laughs> Can we see That's them the once they enter the cloud of smoke? Negative. Okay. You take three damage, Gibetto. Ow! I literally say, Gibetto literally says, <clears throat> You shout out, Ow! Yeah. <laughs> I can't see shit, right? We're all blinded. <laughs> this um, is a terrible idea. <laughs> so, you sort of like hear, <laughs> you sort of hear surprise when that happens from the, the lizard folk sure. above you. Um, and uh, the the it does charge through Eugebetto though, and it uh, does trip over uh, Asher's body. Yes. Okay. So now that I know the direction it's tripped, can I draw Dune Song and just like drop it on the person on the thing? Kind of because well, I know which way it fell. We could roll initiative. Well, this is a surprise round, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> 
they didn't know that I was going to attack them. This is definitely a surprise round. Because I know... Where... They, I mean, he he already stepped on a guy who yelled, Ow! And the other guy... Then the other and guy he fell. was surprised. No, no, the same false. guy. It was the same guy who tripped over mm -hmm. you. Yeah, exactly. I I'm going to say the tripping is your surprise round. The fact that he's prone now. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Oh, roll initiative, you said. <laughs> 20! Wow, I'm rolling hot tonight. Hot. Keep it up. Keep it up. Uh, Kev's so got a 9. 21. 18. Two. I gotta look up a thing. Uh... Okay, so Gillick got a 2. Yep. Uh, Genevieve had an 18. Mm -hmm. Asher had a 20. You bet I did. Uh, well, uh, sorry, 21. Because I rolled a 20, but it's there's no critical. Both Keth and Gibetto had a 9. Yeah. But I suspect that Gibetto has a higher dex. Yeah, yeah I got it. I only have two. Does that sound crazy? Doesn't sound crazy to me. Plus four. Uh oh. No, they've rolled a one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the first to act is Asher. Yay! I do the thing that I was said I was going to do earlier. So you pull Dune Song. You're on the floor, prone, next to a guy <sighs> oh. who is prone. So can I stand up as my move action? Yes. I stand up as my move action, and just kind of, and, and knowing what direction that guy fell, I take a big old swing at him. Okay, uh, that gives you just a standard attack. Oh. Because you have disadvantage from not being able to see, but you have advantage from him being prone. Oh, okay. I sure have that, then. <laughs> this fight's going to um, be hilarious. <laughs> it is going to be very comically hard. Um, uh, this is a question that I should probably know. Would I get any advantage as, like, hyena because I could, like, smell them, or would the smoke like probably still obscure me because it's... Uh, the smoke you'd still be obscured because, okay well then i just take a regular swing okay um 19 plus Nine. plus uh four uh that will hit yay d6 plus two boom six okay that's it um go ahead genevera okay so so you are in the you're in this clouded yep. smoke you know that some number of lizard folks have come running towards you guys you don't know how many jibetto um, yells out does someone know how to make these guys visible so okay <laughs> so that was gonna be my next question um if i cast dancing oh, lights oh i do oh i'm such an idiot sorry cool uh, Gibetto, can you please close this pl that that smoke thing? Oh, um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I have no idea where you are, but please. <laughs> <laughs> During that, um, so if I cast dancing lights, can we just get a little light in here? Because it is the smoke that's obfuscating things, it won't do you any good. That was my question. Okay. Can um, you make dancing lights follow a target? No. 
It dances around her, I believe. It's just, um, I can just choose, uh, whatever form of lights I want, and they just kind of hang out in a 10-foot radius. So, no, no, no bueno. Yeah, no bueno. Um, you, you won't have an RPG targeting system. Right. Right. So, um... I, I don't even know. Uh, can I? Okay, so can I cast True Strike? And do I have to actually look at a a being to cast that, or can I just cast it and then that will help me know where I'm targeting? Well, let's let me look for a second. Oh, or I could just yell in um, Draconic, and then whoever answers me. I know is an enemy. Yeah. And kill them. Yeah. I could do that. Right? If my hearing... You could try, sure. Okay, so I sure. say, hey guys, um, not in Draconic, I say this to uh, the rest of us. Um, hey everyone, um, just answer me so I have like an eco-location of where you are. Okay. We don't know that. We don't read... We don't listen. No, no, no. That was not in Draconic. Oh, that was not in Draconic. Oh, right. hello, I say. Yeah, I just need a, a location from all of you. Gillick? Hello. Hi. Uh, Kath? Yeah, yeah. Am I missing anyone? No. Okay. Um, all right. And then in Draconic. <laughs> hey, guys, shout out to me. I need, like, locations on all of you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Um, this could work. Um... And then I, I yell in Draconic, hey, bitches. <laughs> I want to know what the Draconic word for bitches. Oh, I can find out. I have a translator. I'm going to guess there is no word. <laughs> um, it's a loose translation. You know, you so, can't really get the feel of it. Okay. So, yeah, you, you, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you shout out at the uh, you shout out in Draconic. So we'll see if you get any sort yep, of response. I say, "Hey, Rick Cake." <laughs> it sounds offensive. There is no response back uh, yet. Shit, it's not their turn. What? No, they can respond on their turn. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or more or less. The... Right. I mean, a turn is only like Burn. six seconds. Right. Burn. So. Okay, so they don't respond. Whatever, Rikike. Well, that sounds. Rikike. That sounds. You need to stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're making Asher uncomfortable. <laughs> it sounds like something. R I I K A I C. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Uh, uh, do you want to try to do anything else? No, because I don't want to hit my friends. Okay. Uh, Use next magic up, missiles. Use magic missile. Well, but they, but <clears throat> I can't. But I can't. You can't well, miss, the... right? No, no, no. I know, but I have to <laughs> see what I'm hitting. No. I don't it's know about that. Magic. Okay. I think magic missile just seeks targets. Oh, so I could say hit the hit lizard, lizard folk. Wait, seriously? Yep. Yeah. Welcome to, Ma Welcome to Magic. Missile. 
you know you know where a where one of them is, so you're able to sort of point them at. Oh, then I'm gonna do that. I take it back. My turn still. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Uh, the spell Please. says for each dart hits a creature of your choice that you can see within range. Oh, right. Yeah. See, that's what I thought. Never mind. Yeah, nope, you're right. Okay. Sorry, guys. All right. You're it's not right. my turn anymore. Fun police. Yeah. No, but that's what I. That's why I didn't. Because I thought I thought that you had to actually like look at it, but. God, there uh, are rules to this. You gotta just make shit up. great great job great job okay so i'm just gonna not do anything cool okay so the next to act is the uh one of the lizard folk uh who casts a spell Mm. oh shit you hear in draconic sound emit from just outside the cloud, and then a, a line of strong wind blasts from the from down the hallway oh, towards you guys. God damn it! Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> um, so everyone make a strength saving throw. Bet, yeah. <laughs> okay. Do I get advantage since I'm laying on the ground? Yeah. I don't. Cat's got a 15. Strength. Gillick got a 19. Asher got an 8. 12. 13. Okay. Um, so, uh, who got the 19? Gillick. Gillick? Okay, everybody but Gillick gets blasted down the hallway at a strong wind Oof. that blows at you guys, including... The other um, uh, lizards. So it blows away the the cloud and blows you guys down the hallway 15 feet. Gillick, you're left just standing, staring into the wind Mm -hmm. um, as the cloud sort of blows past you um, and dissipates. Now, the bottle is still open, so it will still generate a small cloud around you guys once... um, Gibetto's turn begins, but uh, the cloud, the bigger cloud, has dissipated, and and you guys have been blown down past it anyway. Um, and you see that there was a lizard folk shaman channeling this wind off towards you guys. Uh, let's see. Okay. And the it'll it'll it's gonna stay too. The wind doesn't just end, so it is still blowing mightily, and you will have to spend two feet of movement for every one foot to move forward. Oh wow! So you'll move at half speed into the wind, and since it's like there's a hallway, <laughs> you don't have a lot of choices. Two sheets into the wind. Gotcha. Um, that's his action. <laughs> Uh, we go to Gibetto. Hooray! Um, so am I, did I get blown onto my feet or did I get just... <laughs> no, nope, you blew, like rolled end over end. Oh, so no. you're still... Okay. Yeah. Um, what is capping this bottle as a, as an action? <laughs> the cork in your hand? Yeah. Like, if I... Oh, oh. Uh, stand by. Okay. 
Yeah, in the future, if I can ambush people with fairy fire and then we pop the smoke, <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. Yeah. yeah. It is an action to close the bottle. Well, uh, guess whose bottle ain't getting closed? <laughs> oh, my so, God. So um, what you do notice before the smoke begins to pour out of the bottle in your hand is that there are three lizard folk near you and three goblins. Okay. Um, all of which were blown down the hallway with you. Sure. The lizard folk are prone, yeah? Um, one of them is, the other two are not. Like everyone else, they managed to keep their footing. Okay. Um, it, and it costs half my movement to stand up, or is it all of my movement? I believe it's all your movement. Okay. Um, if I stand up, am I able to stab anybody? Yeah, you could, you could reach out and stab a guy. <laughs> all right. That's what I want to do. And ideally, the guy on the ground, but I don't know how... Um, yeah, you could get the guy on the ground, uh, and since Asher's right there, you would get a sneak attack, too. Perfect. Well, I would get sneak attack anyway, because I get advantage on my roll. Fair enough. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stand up and stab the guy on the ground. And I do a 19 to hit. That'll hit. Perfect. Woohoo! And it does 12 damage. Yeah, good solid hit. You stab right. down with my swishy, um, and the blade just sort of slips into his back, and he lets out a shout. Cool. Nice. And then I'm going to use my bonus action uh, to dash down the hall, like... The way the wind is... Uh, no, because if I run too far the way the wind is going, it'll take me forever to get back. Um, so I'm just going to stand there. Okay. You're not... You're you're just going to stand in the pile of people? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. And let the smoke continue to pour out of the bottle. So the... Um. Yeah. Okay. Keth, go ahead. All right. What is the closest creature to me right now? Is it a goblin or lizard folk? Uh, you both. You could make your pick. There's a lizard folk on the ground. Two lizard folk on either side of the group. But the the narrow the hallway is pretty narrow, so you guys have pretty much access to everything. Um, there's also the the three goblins are sort of darting in between everyone and and trying to make attacks. All right. Um. I'm gonna go after the. Gibetto just attacked a lizard folk, and I'm going to go after that. All right, the one on the ground? Yeah. Okay. So advantage. Yep. And you're going to stab it? Yeah, I'm going to stab it with one of my redeemers um, and augment that using the gauntlet, or do I have to make an unarmed strike? No, no. It's a, it's a, no, you don't have to make an unarmed strike. All right. So. I will say he's looking pretty rough. All right. Um, well... My first attack was a five. That's a miss. <laughs> that was with advantage? Uh, yes. I'm sorry. It was a six because I rolled a two. But you had Wait, advantage. A, a one and a two. But you had advantage. Oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah. He rolled a one and a wow. two. That's four. Wow. It's okay, Kath. <laughs> Go, Kath. My second. Limp, limp I'm not swing. used to swinging Wait, with gauntlet. You have a plus four attack? 
Uh, what do you add? Dexterity? Uh, no, strength. You strength. Your strength, your proficiency, and then your plus one from your weapon. Your proficiency uh, should be plus two. So that's four strength, two proficiency, plus one. So I should be adding seven to everything. So that was a nine to hit. Wow. Oh, fuck. <laughs> nine to hit still isn't good enough, right. but it's a lot better than six. <laughs> All right, with... How about 20 to hit? 20 to hit will hit. All right. So I'm going to roll a d6 plus a d10 for damage. Plus add your strength. Uh, 12 damage. Okay, yeah, that's more than enough. You uh, decapitate <gasps> him. Wow. <laughs> After the one really limp hit, you're just like, eh. Kef, you didn't <laughs> even try to talk to him first. Yeah, you swung your blade down, and for whatever reason, even though he was right there, you miss the second blade. Not so much. Right, clean off with the head. No, you're, you're, Lady J, this is ridiculous. I'm I'm not talking to anybody. Um, and then I use an action <laughs> surge. <Fuck> incapacitating people. <laughs> yeah, I thought were we not just stunning them and trying to make them unconscious? Like I'm confused, Kath. Okay. <laughs> Kath is going to ignore Lady J for a little bit and uh, use an action surge to uh, take another attack action um, okay. against a, another lizard folk. I assume they're standing. Yeah. All right. So no advantage. Um, 14 to hit. 14 will not hit. Ooh. You take a swing and he bats it away with his uh, shield. All right. He's got like a spiked turtle shell shield. Cool. Turtle shell. And my second redeemer coming in for a 19 to hit. 19 will hit. All right. I'll use my gauntlets plus that. Um, 14 damage. Fourteen. Damage. Okay. Yep. No, I heard <laughs> you. I just was counting. Um, yeah. So that's both uses of your gauntlet for the day. Yes. Okay. You're just like fuck. I don't want to remember this. I'm just gonna use it. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah. So you tear into this lizard folk as well. You know, the first one he sort of bounces off his shield, but it gives you just enough of an opening that you just slice in deep into his side, um, and the blood just starts pouring out of him. Uh, he looks very hurt. Excellent. Next up is Gillick staring down a giant wind tunnel at a shaman that's channeling this spell. Uh, how far away is he from me? Uh, about 10 feet. 10 feet? All right, so I could make it there, even with uh, the half speed. Yep. All right, cool. I will uh, run forward and swing Redoom at him. Okay. Uh, 24. Nice, dude. Yes, 24 hits. Yay, swing. 10 damage. Boom, 10 damage. Yeah, you pull back the hammer. You charge into the wind. It's like, uh, you know, the new armor is heavier than you're maybe used to. So you're just like clunk, clunk, clunk as one foot after the other. You move towards this uh, shaman. You pull back Verdum. The pullback's quite easy. But the swing forward has a ton of power as you slam into the shaman for a pretty good hit. But the shaman seems to take it. And uh, although it definitely got hurt, it still looks pretty healthy. Okay. 
vile creature. <laughs> so, uh, it is now the lizard folk's turn. The one that just got injured by Keth tries to make an attack at him in retaliation. But it misses horribly with its... Uh, it tries to bite down on you, but it, it definitely misses. So it instead tries to hit you with its heavy club. And that hits. Oh no. For... Uh, five damage. Ah. The other one makes an attack at Genevera. No, why? Why? So it it takes a swing in with its heavy club, uh, but it misses. And so it takes its shield to try to make an attack with the spikes off the end of it and hits you for five piercing damage. Pierce. <laughs> okay. Um, so, go ahead. Uh, Asher. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. The goblins um, make their attacks. Shit. Wait. We didn't do anything to you, goblins. Uh, these goblins are clearly working with the uh, the lizard folk here. So, the goblins come... First one tries to make a stab at uh, Gibetto. And it looks as though it almost falls on its face. <laughs> Gibetto, you easily dodge out of the way as it sort of like trips and stumbles. Uh, perhaps it can't see its feet in the small amount of smoke still around the floor. Um, but it does manage to re, like, re- regroup. Um, the next one tries to attack Keth. And hits. No. Two damage. <laughs> Four. Eight damage. Whoa. Just slashes across you with a scimitar and finds, from its low vantage point, it finds a nice unarmored bit. That's because I wasn't paying attention. Right. <laughs> you were in the bathroom. <laughs> the, the, last, the last one uh, goes after Genevera from behind oh. as it's the other one is fighting. As she's fighting this... Uh, creature in front of her. Is his name Clyde? <gasps> oh. I take that. What? <laughs> what? I, no, that's weird. Nope, you're right. <laughs> it's, on <laughs> it's on the podcast. Okay. Um, no. This one hits as well. Oh, shit. Two for six damage. <laughs> Ow. Uh, now go ahead, Asher. Okay. Um, how many goblins do I see? There's still the three? Yep. Uh, there's one, there's Clyde Goblin behind Jen. So you guys are kind of in like a mass right now, um, as tight <laughs> as you can be in this hallway. <laughs> so it's it's three goblins and two lizard folk like all around you. Uh, dearly beloved, we've gathered here today. Not that kind of mass. <laughs> um, so, but there's two go- there's a goblin behind us and two in front of us, right? Sure. Um, would I be able to maneuver through people if I'm a hyena? Because I want to try and rampage some goblin. Pump, um punks. yeah you guys are all kind of moving around each other okay. so you could you could do that it is time for hyena man and i turn into a hyena and i jump at the goblin behind jen 
Okay. And I attack him. Uh, oh shit, what do I have? Plus. I don't remember where I have it on my character sheet. Um, where are you? So I roll a 15. 15 will hit. Yeah, I take um, 2d6 damage plus 3. Uh, 5, 6, 7 damage. Yeah, uh, you you manage to jump in, bite onto that goblin, and tear out his throat. Is it dead? Oh, yeah. Oh, Rampage. I will move Ooh. half my speed, which is um, 50, so I move 25 feet to the closest goblin. Yeah, so you actually only move about uh, 15 feet, but that's enough. Okay, I do it. Uh, 19 plus 5, Hit. so 24. Woohoo! I go, grah! Uh, that would be... 12 plus 3? Yeah, you uh, get another one and just tear it open as well. Yay. Killing it. And I think, so uh, when a hyena reduces creature to zero hit points with a melee attack, the hyena can take a bonus action to move. So you only get one so bonus get action. One. So I kill two. Okay. Perfect. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Um, Genevera, go ahead. Okay, so... What am I seeing? Uh, down the hall from you guys, the shaman is channeling uh, this gust of wind. But we're good. We can, sort of we can see that now, though. Good? Yep. Okay. Um, there's a goblin uh, at the front of the group, and then there's a lizard folk on either side of you, one who has been injured quite badly, and the other one who has not been hit at all. Hey, Anthony, okay. did the lizard folk who got hit by um, by Verdum like, make a concentration to like keep the spell going? Uh, they did not. Hold on. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, damn it. Okay. But good call. I just... Okay. Me? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I didn't right. mean to hijack your action. No, it's cool. Um, I'm going to... Hijaction. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Since I can see them now, I'm going to throw magic missile. Um, I'm going to focus two on the uh, the lizard folk that hasn't been hurt, and then one on okay. the one that has. Okay. Okay. Um. So four, two. Oops. Uh oh. Hold on. Uh, two. So a four, a two, and a two. Okay. Yeah, you uh, fire off three missiles. Uh, two of them go smashing into uh, the unhurt lizard folk, uh, who seems to sort of reel back a little bit. The other one slams into the bleeding lizard folk, uh, who's had his side ripped open, and he seems uh, hit by it too. Uh, but everyone's still up. Okay. All right. The shaman takes a turn. Everybody make a strength saving throw. God damn it. Fucking goddammit. Shit. Hey! Kath got a 23. Okay. Nice. Leto's got a 20. Okay. Asher got a 1. Womp womp. What? It's okay. I, have a, I got a 3, so... Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> so, um... And, uh, Gillick, what'd you get? Oh, wait. Sorry. I just got a natural 20. 
Yay! Oh, you're so Great. strong. So the wind gusts down the hallway, and Gillick, you just like raise your shield up against the uh, the shaman, and the wind just sort of it acts as a break, and you just hold your ground. Uh, similarly, as the wind blows down the hallway, uh, a bunch of bodies go flying further down the hall toward the end of it, but remaining behind are Asher and Jibeto and uh, no, Keth, I'm sorry, Keth and Jibeto and one of the lizard folk. I go, the less injured of them. The the rest of you tumble further down the hallway. So at the end is Asher and Genevera, the goblin and the injured lizard folk. Uh We all tumbled. Tumbled, but are are standing. You you managed to land on your feet. I rolled a one. I'm aware. It's okay. It's a strength, <laughs> not a dexterity. It's fine. Okay. Um, I just limply fall down the hallway. You just really flew down the hallway. Uh, you like barely put up any fight at all. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that's, that's what I like about you. Javetto, go ahead. Uh, so is there a place that I can position myself so that the uh, the lizard folk and I are next to Keth. You guys already are. Perfect. I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> stab that guy. Great. Um, and I do uh, 21 to hit. Yeah, it hits. Perfect. So I get sneak attack. I don't know if you knew that. I thought it might. Uh, I get sneak attack damage on that. And I do 15 plus 3, 18 damage. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah okay you just stab up like through his chest and up into his like spine uh in his neck and he just keels over on your blade perfect uh i'm gonna go ahead and pull my swishy out of him and dash 30 feet down the hall toward uh what's his face the shaman yes okay so you go 15 feet down the hall toward the shaman no i'm using dash to move double my move as a bonus action oh. Okay, so you would be able to go 60 normally. Right. Okay, great. Then you go 30 feet, you make it right up next to the Shaman and Gillick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Gillick. Oh, hey, Javetto. Nice to see you. Yeah. <laughs> Keth, go ahead. You are now standing around uh, one dead lizard folk. Nobody else around you. Dance. There's a Shaman. The... <laughs> <laughs> My entire action has been Gillick's <laughs> There is a shaman down the hall facing Gillick and Gibetto, and there is uh, an injured lizard folk and a goblin down the hall facing uh, Genevera and Asher. I'll head back towards the uh, injured lizard folk. Okay, yeah, with the wind at your back, you make it there. All right, I must swing with one of my redeemers and use a superiority die after I determine if I'm going to hit. <laughs> uh, 21 to hit. So 21 hits. I'm going to use a superiority die, my precision, precision attack, to try and uh, really hit him. So eight damage. Yeah, you slide that blade in. Pull it up, and it just cuts him in half. Uh, Yep, you really overkilled that guy. (laughs) Good good job. All right, I'm going to use my second one to hit the goblin. Sure. And 24 to hit. That'll hit. Five damage. Okay, yeah. 
this goblin, like you slash into the goblin, uh, tearing open his chest, and he's just clinging on to life barely. The goblin? Yeah. Um, Gillick. Cool. Yeah. Um, I will attack the shaman again. Okay. Uh, uh, 17. 17 will hit. Sweet. He takes uh, 7 points of damage. And it makes a okay, concentration yep. check. And he makes a concentration check. Nice. And the wind subsides. Yay! I bashed it out of him. Okay. Um, the goblin makes an attack. Uh, cl- barely clinging to life, it attacks back at Keth. But does not manage to hit. It just is too weak. Um, you easily just push the attack away. Asher, go ahead. Um... Uh, how far, how long is the hallway to the other, the shaman dude? Uh, it's about 45 feet to the shaman. Uh, I want to ignore this goblin and just go after the shaman. That's what I do. I run after the the shaman. I think the... The goblin makes an attack of opportunity. I'm so spooked. He missed. (laughs) Hooray. Even an armor class 12 as a, a, a hyena... He missed. All right. <laughs> um, I go for the throat of the shaman. Man's. Go for it. Do it. 15 plus 5, 20. Hit. Woo. 2d6 plus 5. Uh, tw- uh, sorry, plus, not 5, plus um, 3. So, 6, 7, 8, 9. Tell him a 12th. Piercing damage. Yeah, you jump up and just tear the throat right out of the shaman. Killing it dead. Yeah. yeah. Yum. Tasty, tasty dinner. Uh, Genevera, go ahead. The goblin is looking very, very injured. Great. Spooped. I like that. I'm just going to fire breath all over him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> you could just like push him up, push him down. He'll probably die. Yeah. Well, okay. fuck that too. Yep. <laughs> go ahead and roll your damage. <laughs> what do I, what's the damage on fire breath? I think it's like. 3d6 or something like that. Oh, okay. Does that sound right? I don't remember. I have no idea. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I have because it's not a spell. I'm, I don't have it written down. I'm gonna guess it's like you have to do two damage and it dies. So. Nope, one. So guess what? It's dead. Uh, you blow fire on it and it dies. Yeah. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> you guys just like burnt everything you own. Like just like what skills do we have? <laughs> Fuck them all. I, I'm fine. Okay. I didn't use a single spell. So, um, yeah, you, you burn down this creature, and then uh, up near the shaman, something curious happens. Uh, suddenly, Gibetto, uh, Gillick, Asher, you feel like you're getting blasted by wind again. Oh. Uh, there's this sudden, like, rush of wind and a crackle in the air, and uh, my swishy like pulls away from you, Gibetto, but you no. manage to, you manage to hold on. Um, but it's like pulling straight up into the air and like, it seems to be what is pushing you guys back. Uh, and it starts to sort of vibrate and hum and glow slightly. And the, the roots around the handhold of the sword 
spread. They start to like grow almost as the metal stretches uh, and it starts to wind its way further around the guard of this, the handguard of this blade. And the blade sort of lengthens and it gets like a sheen of a, a keenness to it. And a small little leaf sprouts at the end. Oh, fun. It's so much and... cuter now. <laughs> Your blade has moved to level two. Or level one, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Large flashing noises. Right. So it gains gains a new ability. First of all, it is still attack plus one. It now has damage 1d8 bludgeoning plus 1d4 fire. 1d8 bludgeoning? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Disregard. (laughs) Fuck. That's certainly nobody else's. Disregard. <laughs> mm, bludgeoning weapon, you say. So it is the it strangest is 1D8, fucking rapier of all time. <laughs> 1d8 piercing plus 1d4 lightning cool. damage. Wow. So you'll deal an additional d4 lightning damage. Cool. Additionally, when you kill an enemy, all other enemies within five feet must roll a dexterity save of DC 14. Or they take two d six lightning damage and will be stunned Holy shit. until the begin until the end of your next turn. Hmm. <laughs> Why did that was you fantastic. yawn? That was, that was a great yawn. <laughs> yeah, very well timed <laughs> yawn. Whoever that was. Oh yeah, yeah that that I've seen way better. I I was being quiet. <laughs> nope. I've seen better. <laughs> God, tell me about this bludgeoning one, would you? <laughs> Hey guys, DM Anthony here again. Just another reminder that if you enjoy the show, to tell your friends. Also, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, and follow. All of our links and other exciting stuff can be found on adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Next time on Adventure Incorporated. Power gaming. Let's power game, guys. (laughs) Let's optimize our characters. You are standing outside of a cave in a vast desert. This cave, this cave is just sort of like a, it's almost like there's this, this freestanding cave that is poking up out of the desert and all around you, as far as you can see in every direction, aside from this cave is nothing but desert.